0: Hi everyone and welcome to episode 148 of the Psychology World Podcast with me Con Whiteley and today's episode is on the psychology of the voting part 2 and it is Friday the 29th of April 2022 as I record this. So uh, today is just such a great brilliant podcast episode that you follows on from Monday's episode that was. So uh, this is a great episode I thought you're really going to enjoy and as always I always love to hear your thoughts and feelings on today's episode so you can also email me, at conor-whiley, conorwhitely.net. You can always leave a comment at the show notes at conorwhitely.net for slash podcast. And you can always tweet me on Twitter at sci-fi Wiley. I always love to hear from all of you because it really helps make the podcast feel more like a conversation. And today's episode has been sponsored by Social Psychology, a guide to social and cultural psychology, my third edition. So this is an absolutely brilliant sponsor for today's episode because, because as you'll see from the content of today's episode, a lot of our political uh, psychology is based on uh, social uh, psychology topics, like how do our groups work, how does our own uh, individual self psychology work though, so there is just so much great uh, content in and, and this really great, really easy to understand book that you will love. So that is social psychology, a guide to social and cultural psychology, third edition, available from all major ebook retailers, and you can order the payback and the hardback version from Ampton at your local bookstore and local library if you request it. But if you didn't want to buy a book but you still wanted to give the podcast a bit like um, one-time support then uh, please uh, check out then uh, you can buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash con so we're moving on to the content part of our today's episode though so we're going to be looking at psychology of the lotion part two and on the day of this podcast episode that goes out there were local elections here in like the uk form local councils and just like other stuff and because there's no local elections here here, they like, I actually don't know too much about them, like this year. But I still really want to continue with our look at factors, factors that can influence how we decide to vote. So well, let's look at these final three factors. First, before we dive into these three factors, I want to mention that, like always, I do not use these episodes to voice my own politics, as well as, and I also want to mention that the scandal section of this podcast episode does actually help to address lots of political misconceptions and myths. However. Personally, when I found out that this was a factor, that it can affect how white people attend to vote, I was a bit sceptical, because whilst a lot of political psychology and psychology as a whole, research is a correlation on what we cannot get cause and effect from these studies. studies that, and sometimes I feel like these factors are a bit too out there, which is what I'm not mentioning two other factors that I researched. However, there's evidence from the US in Goma, Hansform and Cannes 2007, and I uh, should also just like mention though that like Monday's uh, podcast episode episode because there are so many references in like uh, today's uh, podcast episode uh, episode though like if you were uh, go to at Connor it forward slash podcast find episode 148 uh, and then the uh, references uh, will be there in that case you wanted to look at these studies for yourself. But instead I'm uh, just going to like um, read it like I did um, on Monday's episode. Like Spain from a study in 2014 and then the Netherlands as found in a study in 2012 though I suggest that the weather can really impact how well we vote. For example those same studies found that for each inch of rainfall there is on election day the election turnout decreases by 1%. On the other hand in a sunny weather and higher temperatures this leads to election turnout to increase as well as this was found in more places but not Sweden and that was from a study in 2014. Now this I really can't understand because this is this is the reason why I always always do a post it with voting. Because no one wants to go out when it's raining and unless you're like a die hard to vote um where you will have to vote to know what matter what, which I like sort of am, then rain might be the perfect excuse if you were not to go out. Personally I think everyone should should go out to vote, but that's just my opinion. In addition, if we apply this to real life. Then now this is probably why the vast majority of elections are in the spring or summer because the weather is better and people are much more likely to turn out. Finally, some really interesting resolves or poor weather effects can be found from a study from 2013 who were found that when the weather is poorer, people are much more less likely to vote for riskier candidates. So therefore, as I mentioned before, yes most of the research is a correlational but it still makes for really interesting reading. Negative campaigns and political adverts With adverts of any type being a persuasion attempt, there is a lot of research in social psychology on this area. As a result, we know a lot about how to make an effective advert, and definitely not what to do, but how do you create an effective political advert for people? This is even more important to consider because political campaigns spend massive amounts of money on TV advertising, and to be honest, whilst most of that money is now being spent on social media advertising, TV advertising still plays an an important role. Since a study from 2011 found that TV advertising has a strong effect on voting preferences for people, but this was like short-lived. As well as adverts with moody lighting and uh, the music are much more effective and engaging and persuading people. However, when it comes to negative campaigns which focuses on attacking the opposition, in theory, this sounds like a great tactic because it surely shows that you're the strong leader. That is to have proven how weak, prophetic, and terrible where the opposition is. Yet, this is far from how it worked in reality. Since a study in 2010 found that when a politician makes a personal attack on a political opponent, they always suffer a backlash, whilst the target of the attack was unaffected. But this is only explicitly though, since in reality, it turns out that in the subconscious attitudes of the voter, the target of the attack did suffer because of the attack As did the attacker, so no one wins there. Well, but both the attacker and the attackee—I don't know if I don't know if that's a real word—they both suffer. In addition, in terms like voter turnout, thankfully, adverts that support our political beliefs makes us more likely to vote, and adverts that don't support our political beliefs have little effect on on turnout. Scandals, of course, I will not get into politics here. But I really do think that whether, um, the next few points that I'm going to be making are really interesting just because of what's happening in the world. However, scandals can have an impact on the political candidates and how we decide to vote. For example, a study from 2011 conducted an analysis of the 2010 UK general election and found that voters decided to punish the political candidates who had been involved in their in the scandals. But what actually makes this in, like interesting uh, is that the size of this effect was only modest and uh, it was a smaller effect than that researchers had been expecting. Find out why uh, this effect was unexpected. We uh, can now uh, look to a study from 2012 on uh, Spanish politics since they found that voters punished candidates uh, exposed in uh, corruption uh, scandals. Yet the size of the effect was determined by the amount of media coverage those uh, candidates got and whether charges are brought forward or not and there is another very important factor that helps us to understand why voters' reactions to scandals are so varied. It is because our reactions tend to be very, very partisan, meaning that we are lenient when the transgressing politician is from a party that we support and we are not so lenient when it comes to a party that we don't support. Without going into politics too much here though, this is definitely can be seen not with the political scandals going on at the moment moment since I've spoken to people on both sides of the political spectrum and this is exactly what I found. The people who support the non trans -trans party were furious at the corruption and the scandal. But the people who supported the trans party didn't care. And that's why I found that so interesting. What about when a scandal breaks? So uh, we've all heard the uh, saying uh, that timing is everything and this uh, couldn't be more true before political scandals since uh, Mitchell 2012 uh, found if a scandal breaks later in a political campaign, of pain then uh, this uh, can do less damage than if it was released earlier. Simply because uh, by a late stage of an election people have already gathered a lot of policy information whether they realise it or not so that they can make a decision as well as if a political scandal drags on for mums and starts a drip 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 effect then this that can be really damaging. Hmm, sounds familiar? <laughs> Does a political scandal really uh, distract us from uh, the real issues? If you live in the UK right now and probably any other else in the world you will constantly hear people saying, saying that this scandal is distracting people from the real issues of the world and as much as I want to comment on what is a real issue. I won't, but it turns out that there is evidence that this is not the case. In fact, according to the British Psychological Society Research Digest, National or any type of, of scandals, for that matter, actually in approves our memory of the transgressing party's policies, which is consistent with an associative memory account in which the importance of the scandal boosts our memory for the information related to the politician. Therefore, if you ever hear a politician or someone saying that this scandal is pointless and it focuses attention away from real issues, I hate not to say that they are almost certainly wrong. Conclusion At the end of these two posts on those in psychology and why are we vote, I have really enjoyed them because I had two aims that I now realise when it came to them. I really wanted to find out why people behave as they do. When it comes to voting, and I think that we can all admit that some of these findings have been fascinating, others were just wacky. Yet, I also wanted to disapprove of some of the myths about politics, since that is one of the reasons why I love forensic psychology so much, because that every of a psychology has allowed me to understand what is actually going on when it comes to treatment in imprisonment and criminal behaviour, instead of what the media and the politicians port on, which isn't always exactly what's like going on. So I wanted to try and improve my own understanding of this when it comes to politics. I really enjoyed this and hopefully you did too. So as I already sort of like um just said that, but I really did enjoy this and hopefully you did too. So if you know someone who would enjoy today's episode, then please share it with them. I'm always really grateful when you wonderful people help us spread the word eh, about the podcast. And if you want to learn more, then please check out Social with psychology: A guide to a social and a cultural with psychology available in all of the usual places. But if you do want to buy a book, I'd be so willing to give the podcast a bit like one time support. Then please just check out buymeacoffee.com dot forward slash con whitesley. So have a great day, everyone, and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed it if you want to see the show notes then please go to ConnorWhiteley.net. and if you want a free a book psychology box set then please go to Connorwhitely.net. have a great day and i'll see you next time